I had a young person in the fall come up to me in my office and very sincerely ask, why is God necessary for my life? They sat down, straight face. They weren't um, trying to take a jab or they weren't trying to be disrespectful or anything like that. They were dead serious. And they said, why do I need God in my life? Why is God relevant in my life? I think that's a very interesting question. It's probably, you know, in the context of human history, certainly in the past couple thousand years, that would be a, a fairly absurd question to have asked. But I think it makes sense now to ask that question um, in our current, our current context as, uh, as Westerners in 2022. We live, of course, in an irreligious time, a time that is godless, uh, if you look at it in comparison to other times over the course of the past couple thousand years, there's been kind of a slow death of the practice of Christianity and belief in God in the Western world, starting about 500 years ago or so, and just this slow um, cooling off, let's say, of religious fervor and belief in God that, that started with the, really, in many ways, the event that we celebrate today, Christmas. Also, we live in a very affluent time. Um, it's, it's always good to remember our historical context. We are very, very, very wealthy. Um, us Americans in this day and age are more wealthy com- comparatively, if you look at the span of human beings in, in history, than any other civilization that has ever existed. Our standard of living is much higher. Even those who are poor among us are generally speaking in the context of human history on the higher end of wealth. And so, of course, in this affluence and this context of wealth, we're going to be less capable of seeing the relevance of need, especially the need of God. Why do I need God? And so the question of the person of Jesus and his relevance, the, the, the relevance of God, and why, does, why is it relevant to me that God saved me? I mean, save me from what? What do I need to be saved from? I'm doing pretty well. Um, and so in this homily, I hope to just say a few words and speak into that question. Because I think that is a question that kind of gets at the heart of the mystery that we're celebrating today. Why was it relevant that God become a human being? If that is, in fact, what happened. And why is this mystery of Christmas relevant? Why does it matter? I'd like to start off by talking about the importance of relationship for us as human beings. The the importance of relationship. I'd like to start with a relationship of fatherhood. And I'd like to talk about the importance and the power of fatherhood by starting on the on basically the opposite side of fatherlessness and what happens when you don't have a father in the household growing up as a child. And the implications of that very important relationship not being there. Many of you may be familiar with some of these statistics. 
I'm just going to list a few. This is just the tip of the iceberg, by the way. There is way deeper uh, and way more issues that come about as a result of not having a father growing up than what I'm about to name. There's many more. 85% of youth who are currently in prison, 85%, grew up in a fatherless household. Children from fatherless household fatherless households are twice as likely, twice as likely to drop out of school before graduating from high school than children who have a father in their lives. Girls who live in fatherless homes have 100% higher risk of suffering from obesity than girls who have their father present. Teen girls from fatherless households are four times more likely to get pregnant before marriage, before the age of 20. 85% of all children that exhibit, 85% of all children that exhibit some type of behavioral disorder come from a fatherless home. Very important to have a father growing up. It's a very important relationship. I could go through and name several other important relationships that we as human beings have and that we need that are absolutely and utterly essential to what it means to be a human being, to flourish as a human being, to, to enjoy happiness. Think about how important a mother is. How, how many times do I hear the word mom when I'm with my nieces and nephews? who are all under second grade. How many times do they say, Mom, 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 Mom? Many of you in this room know. It's, it, 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 you kind of probably get sick of hearing that word. It's all the time. It's essential. That motherly relationship. As kids develop, they start to need other relationships. They value relationships with their peers. Even into our old age, we need friendships. Here's a little quote from Aristotle on friendship, the importance of the relational, the relationality of a friend. In poverty and other misfortunes of life, true friends are a sure refuge during misfortune. They keep the young out of mischief. They, the old, they comfort and aid in their weakness. And those in the prime of their life, they help motivate and work towards noble goals and deeds. Okay, all very, very important relationships that I just mentioned. The reason I mention these things, why are those relationships relevant? Why are they relevant? Is it relevant to grow up with a father? Do you really need a dad growing up? I mean... These are questions that we as modern people are actually asking. We're asking these very basic fundamental questions about what it means to be a man, what it means to be a woman, what it means to be married between a man and a woman. What is the relevance of God in my life? What is the relevance of God in my life? 
if it's that important that all those stats that I just read about having a dad growing up, how important do you think it is to be in touch with your Creator? Now, this is presupposing the fact that we are not just random. If we're just random, if we're here randomly, if this just kind of happened magically, if uh, and not magically, I'm, I'm not saying I'm not withholding the possibility that that could be. It's certainly Im- improbable, highly improbable. In fact, it's for many, you know, some of the the great atheists of our age. Uh, and I say great, I mean those who make the strongest arguments. This is the one argument, the argument of probability that really bothers them. I remember Hitchens talking about that before he died. He said, that's the one that does bug me the most. It's the probability argument. We really shouldn't be here. The Big Bang happened 14.7 billion years ago. Here we are today. If we are created, then we have a creator. If this is not just random and we just didn't get here and life didn't just develop and reason and consciousness didn't just come to be, then we're created by a creator. And if we're created by a creator, then the creator knows us inside and out. And that's the one that we should have a relationship with. If we want to be saved from the drowning that we experience as human beings, let alone if, if, if we're talking about eternal salvation, heaven, hell, eternal realities. Just think about right here and now. We live, as I said, in a time where we forget about God. We don't even think about God. So much so that we even consider questions like this. Like, what's the point of having a relationship with God? Or why do I need God? That those kind of questions can even be asked. Those questions can only be asked when we're in this context... We're, our, 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 we're not in touch with our limitations and the deep existential longings that we have as human beings. And you would expect, in if all these stats are true about fatherlessness, that when there's an absence of relationality and growing up with God in our lives, that we would have all sorts of massive societal problems which, of course, have grown over the course, especially as we have seen an increase in, um, or a decrease, I should say, in uh, belief in the existence of God, in having a relationship with God, in, in attendance and religious practice. We have seen a correlating, in my opinion, um, increase in levels of anxiety, uh, unprecedented course, uh, in human history. We've never had anything like the anxiety that we have now. There's a deep existential anxiety among us as human beings, as we should expect. We are more depressed than we have ever been. Our suicide levels, God help us. It's so sad, and we've all been touched by that tragedy. We live in an age of despair, Hopelessness. And in the midst of this godless age, 
where we don't know ourselves and we don't know the one person who can actually save us. We were given this day of Christmas. And we're given this story that is incredible, that we believe is historical. We're told in this very minor detail that the baby was wrapped in swaddling clothes. And so we're also told that in the crucifixion, Jesus' hands, so this is, that's the beginning of his life, and then at the end of his life, his hands are just completely pinned into the cross by nails. So we don't have this God who is controlling, kind of like we read about with Caesar, as the first line of the gospel that Deacon just mentioned, where he's promulgating this massive census, this exhortation of his power, exertion of earthly control. God allows himself to be vulnerable for us, weak, so as to be accessible. He doesn't force us with his hand. He's not slamming his hand down. You have to follow me. I created you. There's no tyranny of Caesar or earthly power. Exact, the exact opposite. Complete and utter accessibility. Complete and utter vulnerability. Let me save you. Lord, we ask you to bless us this Christmas. Help us to let go of any self-sufficiency, any um, illusions of us not recognizing our our limitations, any self-reliance, Lord, that is unhealthy, any pride that clouds us from seeing our need, our desperate need for a Savior, and our desperate need to be in touch with you, our Creator. Help us to know ourselves. We know that you know us, that you knew us before we were even conceived in our our mother's wombs, and that out of pure and utter gift, you gave us yourself, became one of us, so as to draw us into the mystery of the life of God, And to show us, Lord, the way to salvation. We ask you to bless all of our families this Christmas. We ask all these things through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen. And let us take a few moments in silent prayer to just listen to and speak with the Lord in our hearts.